you're listening to Gateway to Dreams. I'm your host, Teresa Ward, and on this episode, we will be discussing a lot of common dreams. We're going to be discussing what tests in dreams mean, falling dreams, pregnancy, and even death, what that means in dreams. And I just want to remind you that if you enjoy these podcasts, remember to hit that subscribe button and please give us a positive rating and review. So stay tuned and take notes. Have you ever had a dream that left you excited, confused, or even afraid? Do you wonder where dreams come from or what to do about them? Welcome to Gateway to Dreams, where we explore and simplify dreams God's way in three simple steps with author and international speaker, Teresa Ward. Teresa will not only help you interpret your own dreams, but she'll also show you how learning to interpret will help you recognize how God is speaking to you all the time. Get ready to be encouraged. Now, here to remove the fear, guilt, and shame of dreams, your host and spiritual sniper, Teresa Ward. So let's just welcome Jennifer Stapleton back to this show. Hey, Jennifer, how are you? I'm great. I'm feeling especially good this uh, this afternoon. Awesome. What'd you do yep. today? Well, I, I went to work, and then after that, I had a massage, which is not something that happens very often, but... Nice. It was it was wonderful. So yeah, um, nice. I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good. I'm nice and relaxed. I'm ready to talk about dreams. Cool, cool. I thought we would just uh, jump into some more common dreams that uh, mm-hmm. people have lots of questions on. And so, um, last time we talked, uh, we talked about tests taking tests in dreams. So I thought we would just, that's a really quick topic. So I thought we mm-hmm. would just touch base on that. Yeah. Um, you know, you've had a lot of those probably more than I, I can, I only have had like a couple that I, that were right, significant yeah. and that I remember, but yours were pretty literal, weren't they? Um, gosh, I've had, uh, I know I've had a dream before I was sitting in school taking like a, some sort of paper test. And I think the dream was maybe in like a a middle school and the test had to do something with getting, uh, going to high school. And at the time, I think I I was actually in graduate school, um, about, (laughs) about to graduate. So that was, and I was actually taking a lot of tests. So that dream did not need a whole lot of interpretation at the time. Definitely feeling a lot of pressure. Right to pass the test because you know by day, as you know, I'm a speech therapist, so there's just a lot of serious testing that has to go on. But it definitely, you know, that kind of like insecurity, right. you know, needing to know something, needing having having the feeling to pass if you're prepared. Lot, yeah. So if you're a student and having testing dreams, well, you know what's going on. But I think the same thing is. True, even if you're not in school, we just are not accustomed to thinking about passing a test as a metaphor. Right. Yeah. In life. Right. And that can be a lot of tests. That could be character issues, you know, Mm -hmm. passing, you know, how do you respond to somebody, you know, when they're angry or how do you, you know, testing can be lots of different things, Mm -hmm. um, you know. Yeah, it could be, yeah, all from going from up for a promotion at work right to yeah maybe you're in a situation that you've never been in before and you're learning how to handle it and you're feeling tested yeah yeah you're feeling tested <laughs> could be for need- every parent that feels <laughs> tested by their children <laughs> oh yeah and there is this kind of you know spiritual principle out there that if you don't if you're given a problem you know and you're not able to solve it or or, or get through it effectively, eventually it's going to keep coming back around in your life and to keep giving you the opportunity to pass the test, Yep. you know? And so I think having a dream about passing the test kind of, at least for me, always heightens the awareness of, Oh, what am I going through right now? Let me just pay attention. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and um, also uh, the testing Depending on, you know, well, with God, it's always an open book test, too. So mm-hmm. you can always right. study, you know, what does yes. God say to do about this situation that keeps coming up in my life, you know? And, and you can always read the teacher's notes right. uh, while you're I mean. taking yeah. the test. Yeah, yes, it's an exactly. open book test. <laughs> yeah. You can open your book and learn. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So God is so gracious. I mean, you can't fail with God if you, as long as you don't stop trying. So you just keep 
keep taking the test till you pass. Yeah. I think the only thing that I see people really struggling with with those dreams is the fear. Yeah. And it's usually passing. processing yeah. that fear. Yeah. It's usually induced, self-induced dreaming. I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're working through the fear in your own life, then that'll play out in your dream life. Even though you have a dream, oh, I'm not going to pass the test. You can always work through... You know, what does that mean? How can I, can I change this? What's the situation? If it hasn't happened yet or you're in the middle of it, um, right. you know, right. just because that happens doesn't mean you don't have control over what's happening, you know, in your own life and that you can't kind of like, oh, let me take a look at this. I didn't realize it was um, quite, quite what I thought it was. Right. And what I always tell people too, and this is something that the Lord taught me many years ago is most dreams are from us. We are processing our emotions or our issues Mm -hmm. or fears or concerns or whatever. But if the dream is from him, what he told me, and even if it's not from him, this applies, what would you do to change the outcome of the dream? And that's what you do in real life. And Mm -hmm. so if in the dream I failed the test because I wasn't prepared and maybe that's just a dream, how I feel. I feel unprepared, you know, like I'm not going to mm-hmm. pass the test or something. What can you do differently to feel prepared in your life? You know, what area of your life are you feeling this way? And what can I do differently? Mm-hmm. You know, so you can just kind of rewire the dream and, you know, um, and and see. You know, I had a dream one time. It was pretty significant. There was a lot more to it than I'm going to share. But I was in this classroom, and it was almost 12 o'clock, and, and I knew I had to take this really important test. And it was mm-hmm. like uh, this table filled with uh, papers that you collate. You know, you pick up right, one right. from each pile, and, you know, then you got to fill out this. And somebody had told me to grab the wrong papers. And so the reason I felt like I couldn't pass the test was because I wasn't given the right one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, um, so Jennifer, what would that mean if that were <laughs> dream? <laughs> but, well, yeah. I, yeah, you just, you just go back and say, oh, did I, um, did I take someone's advice? Did someone yeah, yeah. tell me yeah, something? Right. Yeah. You know, that, and uh, feeling like time is running out because I looked at the clock and it was like almost right. time, time was almost up. And so and sometimes feeling yeah, pressured. bad yeah. advice is like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we've ever had any bad advice. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the next topic, is that all you have for tests? Do you, is there anything else that we haven't hit maybe that you get a lot of? I mean, tests feel pretty straightforward. Right. I think like what we already hit about, I think more dealing with the fear than the actual right. test stream. Most people can pretty quickly identify, where do you feel like you're struggling? Where do you feel like you're testing? But then it's like this big fear in the dream. Like the fear is is larger than life. It's so heightened in those dreams mm-hmm. a lot of times. So I just, yeah, processing the fear, understanding the dream is not going to make or break you and that the emotions of feeling not, you're not going to pass. Right. And if there are, are any heightened. details, I mean, and a lot of times I find in these dreams, there's not a lot of details. It's basic, you know, you're in class need mm-hmm. to take a test, you know, think about what grade are you in? Does that, is it elementary school? Is it something elementary I need to learn? Is it mm-hmm. higher high school, college? Is it harder things that I need to learn? You know, and what kind, if, if it, if the details matter, most of the time you don't get these kind of details, but is it a math test or is it a, an English test? Is <laughs> right. it, you know, whatever, right. um, just look at the details because that will head you in the right direction, you know? Yeah. If There's it's a written test, should yeah. you be writing something? Are you supposed to be writing a book? Are you supposed to be, you know, preparing something? Uh, you know, I find Multi- multiple choice, right? You your choices, choice. mm-hmm. things like that, and and a lot of times math problems. Interestingly, the hmm. Lord has shown me that algebra and math problems are usually solving problems. You know, in your life, hmm. okay. and um, I've had that a lot in my my marriage from before. I'm divorced now, but before I would get a lot of uh, math problems. You know, okay. <laughs> it, it had to do with solving problems in my marriage. Interesting. Um, I don't think I've ever had any dreams with yeah, math problems, but actually, that it, makes sense. Yeah, and one of the cool things God showed me was, and and if you hate algebra, this isn't going to make any sense, but <laughs> so, you know, I used to love algebra, and, you know, the basics, basics, baby basics of algebra is you equal out both sides of the equation, 
right? Mm -hmm. So what's on the left and what's on the right side of the equal sign. So if, for instance, it's A plus 2 on the left side, you do A plus 2 minus 2. You Mm -hmm. do the exact opposite to get it neutralized. And what the Lord showed me one time was this is how you neutralize arguments and things. You do the opposite, Mm-hmm. And it and it will neutralize the situation. Like quit feeding the fire. There's a proverb for right, that as well. Right, right. And he just told me, you know, do the exact opposite. Don't give them don't add to the problem. <laughs> you know. <laughs> do the opposite. So I thought that was interesting how he used um math and algebra to to teach me about my marriage. Oh, that's true. Well, if anybody out there are listening to <laughs> algebra in their dreams, problem solving. Yeah, yeah problem maybe, solving. maybe they can send us a, a short snapshot of those dreams with algebra. That's yeah. really interesting. And you know, as everything that Jennifer and I talk about, if you guys have a different perspective or have found it to mean something else, would you guys go to the website, gatewaytodreams.com and scroll to the bottom and leave us a message. And we want to learn like you do. And, and everybody sometimes has, you know, a different perspective or a different situation or issue or a different type of dream. And we would love to hear, get some feedback from you all um, on what your dreams have meant with the same topics. I, I just personally would want to know who else is dreaming about algebra. It's mean, <laughs> just a personal <laughs> query that I'm sending out. Yeah, maybe a mathematician. Uh, who else besides you know? Teresa Ward <laughs> okay, is possibly but- <laughs> dreaming about algebra? But God speaks to us the way we like to the way oh, he yeah. knows we understand yeah. and yes. so he knows yeah. i used to love math and algebra and um so he used it to explain something to me because as i've said a hundred times he'll use the things you understand to explain the things you don't understand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very and true. so so let's talk about um falling dreams um mm-hmm. this is something you and i have encountered a lot of with interpreting for other people have you yes. had a lot of these you know i haven't but the um, they're always so short, the ones that I have about falling, that mm-hmm. they usually, for me, the only thing to interpret is the fall itself. Right. <laughs> um, it's usually it's usually not attached to anything else, but that's just me personally. And um, I usually wake up so quickly in those dreams. Yeah, you're um, usually jarred out of those dreams. Yeah. 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 Um, it is interesting, like speaking, my background is in biology, speaking from a biological perspective, just some of the things that go on in our brain as our brain is shutting down for sleep. Right. Physiological. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. can also mimic a falling sensation, which is why sometimes people feel like they're falling. Part of the reason why we quote, call it falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, it can create the sensation that you're actually Going going down. So it's an interesting phenomenon that happens in the body, which, you know, I we right. don't need to talk about in detail. So there is some a physiological component to a lot of those dreams. Right. So if that's something that it's going on with you, it might just be something in your body that you're having trouble falling asleep. But we're we're talking about also you're dead asleep and you have a dream. Yeah. And then you fall in the dream. I just wanted to there's a little bit of a difference. There is. Absolutely. Uh, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up because uh, the ones that I think have meaning, have a little bit more meaning, it are the ones that are longer. You know, yes. the ones where you are falling forever and you're just, mm-hmm. your arms are flailing and, you know, you don't know what to do. And I have found those just to mean you feel like things are out of control. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do. It's just out of control. And, you know, things are going downward in your life. You feel like that. It doesn't mean it's true. It just means that's how you might be feeling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And it can be very scary. Very. And, I, you know, I've had people say they've hit bottom. You know, and you don't die if you hit bottom. So (laughs) it's a dream. (laughs) It's not like in the Matrix, you know. Right. (laughs) If you, you know, hit the bottom in a dream, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, and that is a wordplay. If you hear some of the wordplays, like, feeling out of control like I can't there's nothing I can do mm-hmm. um, hitting bottom we say when somebody has just made some really poor choices and you know something severe happens they've hit mm-hmm. bottom you're hoping they've hit bottom and now there's no place to go but up right right so that's just a, a an American wordplay anyway I don't know what it's like in other countries no yeah that may, I think most often it's an out of control. Right. Situation. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of different, I would say 80%, maybe 90% of those dreams that I've seen have just been 
feeling out of control. Situation is out of your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're kind of at the mercy of your circumstances in a lot of ways. And again, there's a lot of fear involved. Yeah. And, and I What's would happen? recommend that when you wake up, I mean, you know, if you're going to reverse engineer those dreams, you know, what, if I'm feeling out of control, if I'm feeling fearful, that's not something the Lord wants you to feel. Um, and so I would, you know, encourage you for those of you who believe in Jesus and read your Bible, there's a lot of Bible verses that could renew your thinking, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just claiming, you know, the peace of God and the peace that surpasses understanding and just finding verses that give you peace and uh, wisdom, you know, read through the Proverbs, get some wisdom if you're having trouble making some decisions and things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's talk about something that's kind of fun sometimes. <laughs> um, we've been tested. We've been falling. <laughs> we've been te- uh, Yeah, that was the test. You're falling. How are yes, you going to land? Yes. Are you going to land on your feet? Um, so, but um, something else that comes up frequently in dreams, and I really wanted to hit this topic because a lot of times it's misinterpreted, is pregnancy mm-hmm. and having babies. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this is really a common dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just kind of want to start brainstorming because I found it to mean a lot of things, but I've only heard it interpreted like two ways. <laughs> and okay. so I just, you know, I, I would really love to just brainstorm and give them some more ideas of things it could mean um, for them because I've seen it misinterpreted a lot. Right, right. And, well, um, there is there is the literal meaning. Right? <laughs> if you right. happen to be a lady... <laughs> Right. Who's trying to get pregnant and you yeah. have a dream about being pregnant. It could be a dream that's um, prophesying your future. You know, that's happening or it could be you. You're actually pregnant yet and you don't know it. And I know some women who didn't know that they were pregnant and had a dream that they were pregnant mm-hmm. and then later found out, oh, I was I was pregnant. So. Yeah. Those are always fun. I actually, uh, one of the guests I want to have on in the future, um, she shared a dream with me, and uh, I will have her on in the future. But basically, what was really cool about that dream was she had been trying to get pregnant and couldn't. And the Lord mm-hmm. gave her this dream, and she had to t- jump off this thing, and she slid down this wall, and um, Mother Mary was in the mm-hmm. dream and reached out and embraced her and and she became pregnant. Hmm. And there was a lot more to the dream and I'm going to have her share in the future. But that dream basically was right before she found out she was pregnant. And, and the reason it was Mother Mary is because Mary in scripture, it was an immaculate conception. It was a miracle. It was mm-hmm. a miracle. And God was telling her in the dream, there were like two lines in the dream or something, and some were getting pregnant and some weren't. And God told her to have faith, to take a leap of faith, and mm-hmm. to believe. And when she did, she would experience this miracle. And mm-hmm. she did. And she actually, the first time I met her, this was the dream she was sharing with me. And she brought the baby. The baby's name is also Teresa. <laughs> and, oh, wow. And her name was Teresa. And um, they, she brought in, the baby was three months old. So that was a really cool dream. I love miracle dreams. <laughs> Those that are amazing. Awesome. But, you, yeah. know, you know, in dreams, men can also have babies. <laughs> exactly. So that's, yeah, we've, we've. We've turned the corner into another interpretation of pregnancy yeah. dreams. Yeah. I remember John Paul Jackson um, sharing uh, one time that he had, he was pregnant and he had, was having in labor and was going to have these, this baby and uh, had to have a C-section in the Lord. And he said he felt it for two days after he woke <laughs> up from the dream. And oh, he said goodness. it was because he was going to birth Sears. That the Lord uh, was showing him yes. he was birthing seers. I've heard this one. Yeah. yeah. So that was a really cool, cool um that'll get your attention if you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a dream you For love every today, woman sure. that wanted a man to experience <laughs> labor <laughs> or having a baby. That's funny. Yeah, oh my wow. goodness. Um so what are some um other things that you have found pregnancy to mean? I've got a million of them. I mean yeah, I mean, I've de- I've never been pregnant, but I've definitely had dreams where I've been pregnant, and usually, it for me, those dreams have come right before I've started something new, or gotten involved in something new, or had some sort of breakthrough. Um, for me, and a lot of times, the the 
when I had a dream about being pregnant, I didn't know what was coming. And to me, the pregnancy dream highlighted something's coming. Right. Something, something is, you're birthing something new. So I'm birthing yeah. something new. Something is coming. And that, for me, those pregnancy dreams would be like, oh, let me pay attention. What's going on? What am I about to get involved in? Or, or I've just kind of like looked around when an opportunity comes my way or when I have an idea or about a project. Um, the pregnancy dreams usually highlight that and point to that and help me um, be more intentional. Right. Right. And, you know, I also pay attention to sometimes you can give get a little bit of hidden insight on how far along something is or right. how, you know, based on how pregnant you are. You know, is mm-hmm. it something that, you know, you're a month pregnant and barely know or is it like you're eight months pregnant? And what is the meaning to the number eight or is it eight months out or eight days out or, you know, whatever? Um I always, this is another reason it's really important to journal your dreams because when you have dreams that come to pass, it's really important to go back and chart them and see how long did it take for this dream to come to pass and see if there's anything inside the dream that would have given you indication how long it would have taken so that you can Mm -hmm. see how God speaks to you personally, you know, and to maybe... Oh gosh, yeah, dream timelines. Yeah, So many people operate... On such different timelines. I mean, yep. sometimes uh, mine are like, they tend to be, for me, like the immediate future or like five to seven years out. Like I tend to... <laughs> yeah, no, I <laughs> had t- one that took 12 years yeah. to come to pass. I mean, it's either yeah. like years and years or it's, for yeah. me, like three days. immediate yeah. future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, in so three days, we, yeah, mm-hmm. you will lose your but head. Then I've got, yeah, <laughs> other friends that they're... They'll let himself dream about the present or they'll be processing about the past. Right. And they'll dream about that. And then sometimes you get people that are consistently like one to two years out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and rarely are they kind of like uh, in the immediate future, like the next couple weeks out. Yeah. I have um, several dreams that haven't finished. Like most of it's come to pass, but it mm-hmm. hasn't finished. And Oh, my um, gosh. Those are the most, those are the worst. Those I the know you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I've got uh, one I've been hanging on for a while. And yeah, so I think one of them's kept finishing up now. And I think there's another one. I have no idea when it's going to finish, but I'm ready for it. You know? Yeah. Th- those are, I, you know, I'm not great about keeping a timeline. I think just for over continuing to interpret dreams, I've become aware of my own timeline, but I think that's great advice. I, you know, record the date that I have the dreams, but unless it's a really big dream, I haven't been consistent with thinking about yeah. how long it takes for yeah. those to ha- play out in real life or for me to get the revelation of the understanding of of the dream yeah. fully. And we haven't even really begun the programming yet, but I have incredible detailed uh, plans to have a dream journal and hopefully in the next year or so um, that will help do that for you. And mm-hmm. it will give you reminders. It will, you can set alarms and reminders and things. I used to do that just with an Excel spreadsheet. Right. You know, if it felt like a prophetic dream, I would say, you know, remind me on, or I would have a date, you know, and look at, and I used to every night, and I'm a prolific dreamer, I dream, you know, every night. So my practice used to be as I would go to bed is to review the last few nights dreams, you know, and so I would always be constantly as I'm going to sleep, looking at my journal and just looking to see if something's continuing or just a reminder and, and looking at last year's journal the same day, you know? Okay. Um, But that's for people who dream a ton. Right. You know, uh, a lot of people, you know, have one or two dreams a month of that. And so, um, just, you know, whatever works for you. But um, pregnancy can mean a lot of other things as well. I mean, it can mean like laboring. Like if you are mm. in labor in the dream, it might mean that you are really having to work hard to bring something to fruition. Right. You know, it's taking a lot of effort uh, to, to get a project off the ground at work or, you know, working in a relationship or bringing something new. You know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but here's here's one thing I have found it to mean most of the time. And maybe this is just because, you know, the people I'm coming, you know, in contact with or whatever. But a lot of times just when you're pregnant, 
it means your expectations. Because when you're pregnant, we call that expecting. Interesting. Okay. And so, yeah, I find it often, like at least 50% of the time in my personal experience of interpreting dreams, I find that when somebody is pregnant, it really has to do with their expectations. Hmm. And the context will tell you if you should go in that direction or not, you know? Right. But, um, but a lot of times it has to do with, you know, and the rest of the dream makes sense. And if you talk to them about, you know, whatever the rest of the dream is about, you know, do you have expectations about this going a certain way? Yes. You know, and, um, but there's that, Mm. um, look at how far along you are. We, we already said, right. Right. Is it a girl or a boy? Do you know, you know, does that speak to something, you know, girls can sometimes be, you know, new ministries, new jobs, new whatever. And, and boys can sometimes represent, you know, an authority in an area of your life, you know. Um, but there's a lot of crazy things, you know. Are there any other contexts you, you have come up with with uh, interpreting other people's dreams with pregnancy? No, I don't. I don't think so. Definitely a lot of projects. I think expectations fit. I don't know if I've ever worded it that way with mm-hmm. the word expectations, but I like that. That's a very succinct way. To say that. Yeah. And the only other thing I have seen was, uh, I remember one or two dreams where it had to do with coming to term with something. Mm. You know, like we say pregnancy is full term or, you know, we speak of terms. Um, And so is somebody coming to term with something? You know, could be that that's why this new thing in their life is going to happen is because they've come to terms with something. Right. They they have surrendered, you know, and come to terms with something and they're moving forward in their life. And so because they are, Mm. new things will, you know, come forth. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I think um, we've birthed that (laughs) interpretation. (laughs) And so it, the other thing I wanted to talk about tonight, and this is a pretty serious one, I really felt like we needed to give people encouragement and hope and insight to death in dreams, yeah. dead people in dreams, people who are literally dead but come back to life in your dreams, people oh my who, goodness. Yes. people you don't know in dreams but they die or killing someone or, you know, there's all kinds of stuff surrounding death in dreams and it's mm-hmm. not what you think it is. It's and not what so you think it is. It's, yeah. it's not. Um with very few exceptions. There are some exceptions I will talk about. But So you would say you shouldn't call somebody if you they die in a dream and say, I had a dream that you, you died. You should not call your pastor and tell him he's going to die if he gets on the plane. <laughs> okay. Quick, let me write that down. Okay. Please, yeah. People. Please don't call and yeah. tell people that. They're going to die. Don't do oh, it. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. The basic um, things you have to teach people. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind Please of don't run out and tell everyone that you dream about that you had a dream about them. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Death death being one of those things. And and I would just say, I don't, you know, very, I don't, when, I know there are always crazy stories where this is a very rare occurrence where somebody has a dream that someone dies and then, you know, because of the dream, you feel like death was averted or something. I feel like those happen in the movies. Um, yeah. But maybe I, not so much in real life. But. I do have one exception, and it was a big learning curve for me. Um, so I mm-hmm. will share this, and then I think the most, the rest of what we talk about will probably be metaphor. But this, this was um, when I was first starting to teach dream interpretation for John Paul Jackson. And we were we were taught that death usually meant one of two or three things. Um, It was the end of something, you know, it's Mm -hmm. something coming to finality, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, or it was dying to yourself, um, Mm -hmm. meaning, you know, selfish ways or your own agenda or whatever, right? It was a good thing. And so that's what we were taught. And so I was really new and, I I had this, I had taught uh, the dream course in Charleston, and I had this uh, girl, and I didn't know her at the time really well. She was in my class, but I didn't really know her. And she called me one week, and she says, Teresa, I had this dream, and in the dream, this guy from my high school uh, dies. And she says, I don't know what mm-hmm. to do with this dream. And I said, well, did he represent anything? You know, is he metaphor for, did, w- what's the first few things you think of when you think of him? 
Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't think anything. I said, he wasn't a jock. He wasn't, you know, uh, there's nothing you think of. No. Did you know him very well? No, he was just an acquaintance. Okay. So I thought, well, maybe it's the meaning of his name. I don't know. We looked it up. You know, it didn't seem to fit. And I said, well, let's at least, at the very least, pray for him. You know? Sure, sure. I said, you always want to cover that that right. base. Right. Um, so we did. We prayed for him. Now, um, but I told her what I would had been taught. I said, it's usually a, a, either something's coming to finality or it's a good dream and you're dying to self, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Three days later, she calls me and she says, Teresa, he died. Oh, my gosh. And I said, and, and this is uh, where I learned a lot all at once. <laughs> um, thank God we prayed and we were right, held right. accountable for not praying. But um, I uh, went to sleep that night and I asked the Lord about it. I said, Lord, how could I have known? You know, and he gave me, he graciously gave me a dream. And he said, whenever you have a dream with an acquaintance in the dream, he says, literally, it's a literal dream, pray for them, because nobody in their life is praying for them. Mm. And that is something he told me, you know, in a dream. There's no way I could have known that. But what I also learned from that mistake was I didn't ask enough questions about how God normally speaks to her, because what right. I later found out was she's a major intercessor, and God always gives her very difficult situations, oh, okay? okay? Saving marriages, saving lives, saving this or whatever, you know, very heavy topics. And sometimes she prays, and it happens anyway, but she's to pray that everybody's prepared. She's to pray, you know. And right, I didn't. Right even bother to ask, how does God normally speak to you? You know? And so I think that's, it was just a a great lesson. And, you know, if, if something is just not fitting, you know, always consider the literal element and what would, what should you be doing? Sure. Sure. And I think at the very least, if it troubles you, like what you guys did, you, you prayed, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I think, just you pray about it. You ask God to help them. You intercede for them and right. ask if there's, you know, anything else that you need right. um, that you need to do rather than, you know, your ner- knee jerk reaction being to, you know. Right, right. But that that was, uh, I was so grateful mm-hmm. to the Lord to share about the acquaintances. You know, people are quick to just say, oh, it's the meaning of their name or it's, you know, what they represent. And, and um, that's just something specifically, you know, God said, if they're just an acquaintance and they mean nothing else to you, you don't think anything else, you know, when you don't think sports, you don't think big mouth, you don't think gracious person, you don't think uh, golfer, you don't think neighbor, doctor, whatever. If, if nothing comes to mind and it's just an acquaintance, it's probably literal because they have nobody else in their life praying for them. And that's something that he told me. So, so that was that. That's the only literal thing I've ever encountered, um, okay. uh, with with death and dreams. But I've had a lot of other dreams and interpreted hundreds right. of other dreams with dead people, death, killing, murders, all this kind of stuff in dreams. And it's not what you think it is. So let's let's hit some of those. What have you come across? Well, usually other people in dreams are you. So, or a representation a lot of, of something times. that's, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of times, um, or, you know, the vast majority of the time, I would have to say that um, other people are different facets of yourself or kind of a reflection of what's going on in your life. And so, I, I'm, I've found that when people, people die in your dream, it can be a situation coming to an end. Right, like a relationship. Or a, or a relationship. Those a are job. usually the worst. Those mm-hmm. dreams that hit you emotionally the hardest where someone dies. Yeah. I feel like are usually a relationship because those are the ones that hurt the most. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when you are the most shocked or upset in the dream, it's it's all to me that usually points to, well, tell me about which relationship you're really heartbroken over right now. Right. Or what does Um, that person represent? Because if it's somebody at work, it might be that your job is coming to an end. Yes. Yes. You know, if Mm -hmm. it's, if it's, you know, somebody you're dating, you know, and they die, it might be that that relationship's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, For sure. Yeah. And so I have had, I have interpreted dreams where, 
somebody has killed somebody else. Um, mm. You know, they've murdered them. And that would be with your words. Yeah. Your words say. kill mm-hmm. people. They kill, steal, and destroy. It's like you're working for the enemy when you are slandering or gossiping or uh, hurtful, using harmful words. Um, and there's a saying that's, and sometimes you die in the dream or you're dying in the dream. And it, there's a saying that says, you know, oh, that killed me. What they said killed me. Right. And so it's metaphor for that killed me. What just happened to me is killing me, you know, emotionally speaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that's what that means. Um, but, um, and then there's those, um, I've had a lot of dreams where I've had people from the past who are now dead, literally, and they come back into my, they're in my dream, but they're alive in my dream. Hmm. And I interpret a lot of those dreams for people. That's a really common thing where why my grandfather was in my dream. My grand, my, right. my sister who died, you know, three years ago was back in my dream or my, you know, uh, I, I, I had a dream once on, um, this has probably been 12, 15 years ago. And in the dream, I had just lost a good friend of mine to, um, to cancer. And mm-hmm. I literally watched her take her last breath. And about a week later, I had a dream. She was alive and I was on this, this train and I was looking at the landscape and and she was on there and I had like a notepad or something. I can't remember all the details. It's been so long. But I just remember waking up from that and she was alive in the dream and, and mm-hmm. I love seeing her. I was like, wow, you know, um, I was surprised and and pleased and, and whatever. But when I woke up with the Lord eventually taught me, I don't remember how long it took him to show me this, but it was a part of me that had died recently. Mm, Yeah. She had died recently and he was showing me your writing. You've put down your writing. It's when I should have been writing my book and stuff, but he's like, you know, you, you put this down and I want you to pick it back up. I want you to train. I was on a train. I want you to start training on this. And, you know, he was just starting to show me that she represented a part of me that had died one of my mm-hmm. skills or abilities or desires or, right, or right. whatever. So sometimes that's why they're back. And depending on what they might represent symbolically, like a grandmother um, could be your spiritual inheritance, you know, your giftings uh, coming back to life or, you know, uh, generational stuff uh, that's being resurrected or, you know. And um, I've also seen people like I, I've actually buried a dead person in a yard in my dream before okay that's unusual yeah it is but what the lord showed me was i'm burying an issue like i'm Mm -hmm. finally forgiving and burying it and putting it to rest right rest in peace yep like putting it to rest like just burying the hatchet so to speak and not bringing it back up again you know, and letting mm-hmm. it just die, like letting the argument die, <laughs> you know, just let it go, <laughs> let it die. Um, so, you know, there's been, there's been that. Have, have there been any other issues that you've had with death or dying or dead people in dreams? I don't think so. I think we've, I think we've covered most of them. I, um, I think mainly, I mean, the, what I encounter the most common is, is, is people getting murdered or stabbed or hurting someone or seeing someone else get hurt. And like we've already covered, it's almost always been with your words. Someone's been injured by it, by an argument, by a situation, you know, someone was kind of torn down or slandered or treated poorly. Um, I, I, yeah, that's, um, that's generally the case, and and very and sometimes it is about the person themselves. They're watching someone else die, but right, it's not a death that's going on um, yeah. inside of them. Uh, sometimes it's a dream that's dying. I think I've had that before. When it, they had a dream that someone close to them died, but it was like a a hope, a desire, a dream that they had been nurturing, not like a night dream, but like a dream in their life that right. Need, they needed to let go of, and it, it was like a death in the dream. Right. Yeah, like a goal. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had one recently I shared with you, and I haven't, it hasn't happened yet. I, <laughs> I'm 
praying it doesn't have to. But I, just because we're talking about this, do you remember me calling you like, uh, I don't know, about a month ago? And I had the most gruesome dream I think I've ever had. And I saw yes. this mm-hmm. woman totally mutilated into pieces <laughs> and blood and body parts were everywhere yes I remember you know you and yeah. I just I was supposed to just cup my hands around my eyes and walk down the stairs and like just get out of there and um you know when you process that kind of thing it's like I told you I said I think you know I'm gonna get in the middle of something where somebody's been mutilated you know been been really hurt right and but the words that you know, we, you and I have talked about before that when you go to journal your dreams and you're thinking one thing, but you write down a different word, that's an aha moment. That is an aha moment. And so the word I would probably use is dismemberment. Mm. And so I would say, you know, maybe somebody that has been um, dismembered, uh, you know, not allowed to be a member of something anymore, a group, a a church, whatever. Right, right. And, and those uh, are those are very painful situations when yeah. somebody is thrown out or cast out or right, a lot of rejection. Forced to leave. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah, the crazy thing about that dream was she, her head was still talking. <laughs> like she was in all these pieces everywhere. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh part. yeah, her head was st- like her ma- she was still s- crying out. And I knew that the reason she had been mutilated was because of hatred and jealousy. And um, I was just like, oh, Jennifer, I don't want to get in the middle of anybody's trauma. Yes, I remember (laughs) discussing this. Well, you definitely win the creepy dream award today, for sure. That had to be probably, I mean, top. Yeah, top 10 worst top dreams. 10 creepy. I mean, 50,000 dreams. There's a lot of bad dreams I've had, but that's got to be pretty, pretty up there. Um, I was so kind of traumatized <laughs> when I woke up. And I'm like, is she me? Like, because that has happened to me many times. Right. But I thought mm-hmm. I got through all that stuff. And this was kind of out of the blue. And I had had like three sequential dreams in a row. I told you about them all. But uh-huh. um, in the same night, you know, uh, and they all had to do with family coming against this one person. I was going to try to save this person. And, um. But anyway, um, they can be gross just and, and traumatic. So we just want to remind you, though, like dreams are symbolic. So don't freak yes. out when you wake up, you know, just kind of calm yourself down and think rationally and think symbolically. And think about the terms that you use. And is there anything else in your life where those terms would describe something else? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, so... Yeah, and you can get warning dreams about death too. You know, I've shared several with you, Jennifer, uh, about my children. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. where it was literal. It was like if you don't get his attention, this is not headed in a good place. Um, yeah, I remember some of those. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you do need to pay attention, and you know, it, it depends on too. If you pay attention to how the dream ends, does it end? If there's no final conclusion, it, it usually means the outcome can be averted. You can, you know, pray and intercede. Right. People can make different choices. Uh, this can have any outcome. Like, it, it's not written. There's no ending written yet. You know, so pay attention to how your dreams end. Because um, that's really important. Um, you know, you can mm-hmm. rewrite the story. You know, unless Absolutely. it's just you processing your emotions or whatever. Right. If it's something that's already happened, yeah. You're right. Still or a fear working, that you're afraid it. it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Yeah. So, um, are there any uh, any other dreams you want to cover that are common? I mean, we we've hit a lot. We can probably end it here. But are there is there anything else that you encounter quite often in interpreting other people's dreams? I think we've definitely hit hit a lot of highlights. Um, I'm trying to think. There's nothing that's jumping out to me. Right now, I, w- I was thinking of a dream that I had a long time ago that had to do with death, but in a positive sense. I was, Good. I don't Why know, don't you share I was it? just going to yeah. bring that up. It's Please. super, super odd, but uh, this was forever ago. Um, I'm trying to think how long I had this dream. And I, this is one of those dreams that I carry around with me that I'm still not totally sure of the interpretation. But the dream was, the dream was fairly short. I, um, but the dream ended. I'm with two friends. And the dream, I'm 
I'm ho- I'm holding this woman who's unconscious that I've prayed for, and this white mist starts falling. I don't know if you remember this dream. I know I've told you about it before, but um, and I know that the Lord is coming, and I am filled I with the fear remember. of the Lord. This like visceral fear, and um, I'm like, you know, you're like, what do you do? That's like the fight or flight response. You're uh-huh. like, the Lord is coming, and then I and I knew I I knew like. We were going to die if the Lord showed up. Like there's <laughs> right, the holy fear feeling, of God. Yeah. The holy fear of God. God, God yeah. is so other. He's so pure. And I was just was like, I'm going to die if God shows up. I'm just going to be consumed by him. And then it, I was just like, you know what? If that's how I'm going to die, that's how I'm going to die. And I just like leaned into that idea. Like I was afraid that he was going to come because I was going to die. But then I was like, well, if that's how I'm going to die, that's a pretty good way to go out of this life. <laughs> like, I, I just, I just like leaned into that idea. And that, that was the end of the dream. And, um, and I woke up with just a real sense of, um, you know, just feeling close to the spiritual realm. I'm feeling close to God and the sense of, you know, getting closer and closer to him for me. Part of the interpretation is, you die to yourself as you move closer to God and you let go of the things that are holding you back to come into something new. Um, But that was a dream where I leaned into dying. Yeah. I was was personally terrified of dying. (laughs) Having to have your own way. Yeah. No. Yes. I mean, that's the walk that we walk. We we take up our cross, right? And um, yes. Yes. Which means to crucify that flesh. (laughs) But is there anything else you want to um, say or any insight you have um, concerning what we've talked about today or, you know, that last dream that you shared? Yeah. Um, I'd like to say something really wise here, but nothing, <laughs> nothing springs to mind. I mean, uh, yeah. other than, you know, I leaned into dying in a dream, which I felt like was a really cool opportunity. I just, you know, talking about dreams, thinking about dreams learning about dreams it's it's a huge subject and you just kind of put your toe in the water a little bit by little bit and the more you learn the less fear you have surrounding the dreams that you're having or what you hear right. about people dreaming and um i love pbs says knowledge is power <laughs> it is and with yeah. dream dream interpretation knowing and understanding takes away the fear um and puts dreams in the right place Right. And I, and I just want to encourage people to something I always remind them is God is such a good God and he's such mm-hmm. a loving father, like no fa- no loving father or loving mother in their right mind would intentionally terrorize their children. Yes. <laughs> so if you're, if you're feeling like check the fruit, I always say, check the fruit. How are you feeling? Is this a way that a loving father would want you to feel now warning dreams? You know, there is a holy fear. And that, right. but that always feels clean. It always feels like because he has my back, he's sharing this with me. It doesn't feel like you're condemned. You're going to, you know, right. all things are bad. You're a bad person, you know. So just check the fruit because um, a lot of times we are self condemning. We know the enemy is always trying to condemn you, steal, kill, and destroy. And, uh, you know, come against your identity. So just, just check it and say, would a loving father speak this way to me? You know, mm-hmm. and um, just how would you treat your own children? You know, that's it's always amazing to me. And this has happened a lot with me lately where I've just been counseling people and they're like, but I think God is mad at me or I think I'm going to miss my destiny. Or, and I'm just like, look, he's a loving father all the time. Like he loves you so much. He died on a cross for you. He sent his only son to die for you. That's how I'm crazy in love with you. He is. Like, will he, why would he treat you this way? If you, the Bible says, if you being evil know how to be good parents to your children, how much more me being a loving father know how to be good to my children? Yeah. You know, and so your internet keeps going in and out if people are wondering what that sound is. I know, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm just acknowledging the the sound. But I was just telling them how God says, you know, if you being evil know how to be good parents, how much more do I know how to be a good parent? And like, God's yeah. got your back. He loves you. There's nothing he wouldn't do to 
to protect you and he'll never come against your free will, mm-hmm. but he will warn you of things and, um, but it will always come with hope. Absolutely. You know? So, absolutely. So on that note, I want to thank you for being here tonight, Jennifer. And absolutely. just want to remind you guys, go and Go to the website, gatewaytodreams.com. We will have classes up soon. They're not up yet, but keep checking back. And uh, we will teach you more in-depth about dream interpretation and events that might be near you. Hopefully, we'll get some webinars going soon, and maybe Jennifer can help teach on some of those. Um, and uh, we just want you to have hope and encouragement. We want to disciple you and, and give you a lot of other tools. I also have a Dream Dictionary app. It's uh, We're currently revising it for the Android, but it is available on Google Play and Apple I- iTunes uh, for your phone and tablets. And it's called Dreamscapes Dream Dictionary. And it will just help you brainstorm. I don't ever recommend you going strictly by a Dream Dictionary. But it does help you think metaphorically and give you more ideas maybe you forgot about or you haven't thought about and I love it for brainstorming and so um, we try to put as much scripture with with those ideas as possible so thank you for tuning in today thank you Jennifer for joining me and uh, we pray that you have sweet and holy dreams until next time I pray God blesses you above and beyond all you could ask or imagine good night if you'd like to ask a question share a testimony or have Teresa interpret your dream on an upcoming show go to gatewaytodreams.com and leave us a voicemail using the record button we provided. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gateway to Dreams. Until next time, may God bless you above and beyond. The information shared on this podcast is a sole opinion of above and beyond and is not to be used as medical advice. If you need professional help, consult with a professional therapist or a physician. Welcome, Jennifer. My... Okay. Blah, blah, blah. This is why I hate doing <laughs> When I get started, I always screwed up. Now I got to edit. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, it's been a long day. It's been a long week. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> I think you just need oh like God, five calls. minutes of outtakes of you trying to start a podcast. I know, right? Just like, hello. Dang it. I've already messed it up. <laughs> And I'm just half slappy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Understand. Okay.